I have always viewed architectural journalism as a mean to bridge the gap between the environment, people and the architects. This is episode number 7 of the Arc Gyan podcast, Architectural Journalism in India with Apurva Bose Datta. Hey guys, welcome to the Arc Gyan podcast, India's very own architecture podcast. all about architecture in india architects and a lot more on today's episode we have with us bangalore based architectural journalist and architect apurva bose data apurva has been at the forefront of architectural journalism in india she has pioneered in increasing the visibility of the subject of architectural writing in india she conceptualized and spearheaded the first magazine issue dedicated to architectural journalism in india in 2013 under the Indian Institute of Architects and she recently published a first authored book called Architectural Voices of India a blend of contemporary and traditional ethos she has been invited by the Australian and Finland governments in 2016 and 18 as a part of the Indian delegation for the architecture and design media visits of architecture writers at Melbourne and Helsinki She has had a glorious career of more than 13 years in the architecture journalism space from collaborations with various architecture and design publications to conducting workshops to curating architecture and design content for the print and digital media to consulting for professional and industry initiatives and a lot more. So guys, this episode is going to be a big treat for all of y'all who are thinking of writing in general and taking up journalism as a career. especially architectural journalism before we get to the episode if you want all the show notes please head to arkyan.com/07 now without further ado we have with us apurva bose data so welcome to the show apurva Thanks Manish for having me here today and um, thanks for the introduction. I'm also looking forward to some interesting conversations with you on architectural journalism, uh, which though a career path for me is something that I hold extremely close to my heart. Uh, so thanks for having me here today. It's my pleasure. So before we get into the various topics in this episode like architectural journalism, I would like to hear your background story on how you got into architecture and then into architectural journalism. So did you always want to become an architect while growing up? Oh uh, well um, during the time I was growing up and uh, that would be somewhere between the mid 90s mm-hmm. uh, there were limited means of exposure and understanding about what is happening around the world. Um I can speak at least for India where the two professions that stood out the most at that time were that of medicine and engineering and yeah. architecture was still not so visibly you know understood by everyone. Um my father is a well-known oncologist of India and I grew up watching the adulation and respect that he was getting from all quarters and I think that subconsciously left a huge impression on me so as far as I remember the earliest memories of that being a 7 year old I think I was very very clear in my head that I wanted to become a doctor Okay. Um, obviously as a kid you know one never realizes the kind of hard work 
dedication and perseverance that uh, precedes the success of any person. And so till the time I didn't have to fill out my forms and that was in like 11th class where, you know, one has to opt for medical or non-medical. Yeah. I was very, very firm on taking up the medical stream. Okay. And, so what uh, made you switch? Uh, surprisingly, it was actually my father who didn't want me to take a medical, okay. you know, and knowing the kind of constant hard work and the years of ambiguity that can engulf the life of a doctor. Of course, as you, you, you will also be knowing that the concept of hard work was put in the background when he saw me putting all of that during my years of BARC. Uh, but I think parents always want their children to lead a life which is much easier than theirs. Um, so between the profession of medicine and engineering, medicine was thus out. And between engineering and architecture, uh, I think engineering could have been a preference just because it was a known profession in those days. However, the creative part of architecture was something that I had in me right since I was a child and which made me sit for the architecture entrance exams. And well, yes, so that's the beginning of my journey into, you know, architecture. Okay, so you went joined an architecture. It was mostly designing and making things from scratch. But how did you get into writing and uh, end up in a field which is not many people take up, right? Yeah, I know that's interesting because going from, you know, becoming a doctor, then to architecture and then to architecture journalism. Yeah. So, well, uh, you know, my parents have always been very focused on providing a very academic background to their daughters. However, they also laid equal emphasis on extracurricular activities because, you know, they always believed that, uh, you know, when you nurture a kid, it's better to nurture them as all-rounders than only focusing on the academic aspect. Right. Um, so I had a lot of hobbies, you know, whether it was in the creative arts or performing arts, sports or literary fields. And uh, my parents took uh, ample care to encourage those hobbies and nurture them. Uh, and most of my school life and college life, was I was very actively involved in these extracurricular activities. Nice. So writing actually was one of those hobbies. And, you know, when I look back, I realized it may have been a little more valued than the other hobbies because essentially, and I think a lot of writers would say that uh, when you are a very shy kid, which I was, writing was the best way of expressing my feelings. And uh, so from the age of six or seven, I think it was a means of catharsis for me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and, uh, but writing was always supposed to remain a hobby, as was the case with my other hobbies too. But, you know, I, when I was in my fourth year of architecture in 2004, I was pursuing it from Chandigarh College of Architecture. When I realized that, you know, there is a way by which I could connect my academic degree with the passion that I had harbored for really long, mm-hmm. I just dived into the profession. Um, and uh, you are correct that, you know, at that time, it was a very challenging, a very rocky path because at that time, architectural journalism, at least in India, did not exist at all. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. about 2005 when I graduated. Okay. But I just dived into the profession knowing that there were no structured career paths. But I just knew that it was something that I really wanted to do. So, you know, that's that's how I went from taking up architecture and then landing up in architecture journalism. Awesome. So how did you pursue this path of getting to architectural journalism as soon as you graduated from architecture? And back then, you, you didn't have internet so much, right? It's not as big as now. So how did you pursue this journey? 
Yes, it's a it's also a difficult uh, journey, as I said, when you don't have um, um, any career paths which you can follow, and you really don't have uh, people who can really guide you. Then it's kind of uh, difficult. So when I graduated, uh, you know, I really wanted to pursue architectural writing, but um, as I said, with no role models, and especially of uh, no existing in- examples of Indian architects who had taken up architectural writing as their primary profession immediately after their graduation you know right. it was a very challenging and rocky part to go on obviously we have we have had architects who write very well or we may have architectural writers who would have uh, taken up architectural writing as a full time profession much uh, years later into the profession mm-hmm. but i i don't know if there there had been someone who had jumped into architectural writing right after graduation um so i had already started you know approaching magazines during my thesis semester that was in the okay. final, final semester and uh, luckily around the time i graduated a plus d that's architecture plus design magazine and that was the leading magazine of india at that time um they replied to my letter saying that there was a vacancy with them so i think it was almost if i'd written i was sending applications for 5 6 months and after i graduated uh they replied saying that um, you know that they had a vacancy with them and right. then uh, i i went for my they were conducting interviews i went for my interview to new delhi where their head office is and mr sunil paul who is the editor of the magazine he's the editor even now um so he interviewed me and uh, well that that's how you know i started working with eplicity that was my real foundation in architecture journalism okay and post that uh, you pursued a course in uk for uh, journalism right yes uh, i i pursued a freelance uh, diploma uh, sorry a diploma in freelance journalism because you know as architects uh, though i was always into writing we we really don't have a background in journalism we don't have a background in writing so that course i really i pursued to brush up my writing skills to brush up my vocabulary uh, so that is something that you know i all, always advise all architectural writers that we need some kind of uh, writing courses to help us to write better to understand how how styles are what how do you go about you know structuring our thoughts that's always very important okay awesome so how does someone pursue uh, architectural journalism is it uh, is there a specialized course or do you just start writing right off the bat Well uh, you know in India unfortunately there is lack of training in architectural journalism so if you speak about overseas obviously architectural writing is a very very integral part of uh, the profession of architecture and you have a lot of courses especially in the UK in the US in Australia uh, but i since uh, as i said in India the uh, India the field is still growing so there is uh, presently there is lack of training in architectural journalism though right now there are colleges that are around 35 colleges in india that okay. are offering you know architectural journalism as an elective and okay. uh, so once students get some training it is advisable that they you know start working with a hardcore architecture publication where they can learn the nitty gritties of the field it is right. not advisable to take a freelancing as the first step in this field um, i am emphasizing on this because there are a lot of people who write to me asking if they can start as freelancer but that's yeah. something that i never suggest since you know in freelancing a lot of networking is needed which you can only get once you have been in the field for some time and have made some connections 
Okay, but you started freelancing as soon as you came back from the UK, right? Uh, yes. So I had already worked with A Plus D, uh, A Plus D Architecture Plus Design uh, okay. magazine in Delhi. I had worked with Indian architect and builder. So I think it was almost four and four or four and a half years into architecture journalism that mm-hmm. uh, I started working as a freelancer in two thousand nine. And you have one of the very few architectural writers back then, right? Oh, yes, yes. I was one of the very few architectural writers. In fact, even today, you know, uh, there are uh, very few people who have um, taken up architectural writing as a full-time profession. There are lots of people who, you know, kind of have taken it up as a part-time. But yes, if you speak about 2005, 2009, 2010, there were hardly any people who were, you know, really into architectural writing. And do you have a lot of students approaching you, asking you about how they can get into architecture, journalism and all that? Oh, yes. Uh, Not only students, I can tell you. There are students, there are professionals related from the architectural building industry. And, you know, I I can tell you, uh, I have had some very interesting conversations. I remember there was this 12th class girl who was was, had just pursued non-medical. And at that time, she wanted to get into architectural journalism. So she had approached me. And I remember once an investment banker, he met me at a conference and he said that, you know, I want to get architectural writing. Yeah, so it's an interesting field and not only people from the architecture fraternity. In fact, a lot of uh, students, professionals from the media side, they have also approached me asking about the subject. In fact, I give a lot of talks at media institutes also because, you know, this is something that, uh, you know, uh, someone who is doing a mass communication might want to do a specialization in architectural writing. And uh, the the good thing, the interesting thing is that uh, not only people from India are interested, people from all over the world. So I keep on getting these emails and I keep on interacting with students and architects from all over the world who really want to get into the profession. But as I said, uh, they really don't have any platforms where they can really clear their doubts. So I I really take it as a responsibility um, to be able to clear their doubts. And that is also something that I have been doing for the past many years, you know, because I realized that when I came into the field, uh, there were really no mentors to um, que- uh, answer the many questions. Yeah, I've absolutely. Asked. You didn't have a mentor, right, when you started out? Uh, see, as in a mentor, obviously, uh, you know, uh, there were two or three people. I remember I went to the principal of my college, my thesis guide, and okay. I went to architect Shivdar Sharma, one of the most senior architects, um, you know, that India has ever had. And he was, he is in Chandigarh. So I, I just went to them saying that, you know, I, I want to get into architectural writing but um, I, I don't know whether it's it's a feasible option. So they only encouraged me, you know, which was also very, very important for me. For example, you know, if an architectural student right after graduation wants to take up a field, which is not really heard of, then you somewhere need that kind of encouragement. So they really told me that, yes, uh, you know, you should really go onto the path. But yes, if you uh, kind of say, uh, you know, talk about mentors, because as I said, uh, at least I hadn't heard of anyone in India who was pursuing architectural writing as a full-time career and someone who was right out of uh, her or his BR degree and had taken it up. Um, And as I said, uh, there were lots of people who were writing, for example, we have had great architects like um, Charles Correa, B.B. Doshi, Christopher Bennington, you know, Satya Prakash Varanashi, Rahul Mehrotra. And uh, we have had a lot of uh, great writers like, uh, you know, Gautam Bhatia, 
they have been writing but if you say they have they are not into full time into architectural writing so uh, you spoke about architectural journalism as a potential career for a lot of people to take up but uh, does it really pay well and uh, if you're working full time as an architectural journalist uh you know to be very honest uh, journalism and i can say that for any kind of journalism is uh, not a very lucrative profession yeah. especially in the initial years of your career but as you go up the ladder you can definitely ask for what you deserve and uh, since architectural journalism does co- doesn't come with a concrete history at least in india i think it is very unfair to stick to only writing considering the kind of exposure the subject gives us and the kind of knowledge and exposure that one gets in architectural journalism one should try and build avenues for themselves to put them into action and this is something that i do too for me it is not only written communication it's also about verbal communication so whether it is the print media or the digital media the broadcast right. media these are all avenues that i keep on exploring to communicate architecture so i think you know it is very very important and essential to diversify yourself uh in this field awesome and what do you think of the scope of architectural journalism in india in the coming years especially since it's going to be a big developing nation and the gdp is going sky high right right Uh, you know, I think the scope of the field is immense, but as I just said, one really needs to know how to direct the knowledge and exposure one gets in architectural journalism to various platforms. You know, there is the print media, there is the digital media, there is the broadcast media. Then you can work from architecture firms, you can work for product firms, you can work for publication firms. And today, with technology, you know, there is digital publications, there are print uh, publications, mm-hmm. then there are architecture and building organizations. Uh, Uh, they always you know prefer writers with an architectural background to write about architecture and to curate content for them so mm-hmm. the sc- scope is immense and i think the need for architectural writers in india has been felt on many many levels in fact if you speak to uh, all senior architects today most of them would agree that architectural writing is going to come up in india in a major way and that is i think precisely because the need to write in architecture the need to communicate in architecture has been felt at different levels and uh, you know today there are a handful of colleges as i said in india who have already introduced the subject uh, as an elective uh, but there are a few colleges who have introduced a very serious track of architectural writing in their syllabus so you know the track actually the track actually runs from the first year to the final year so it's a very very you know serious kind of track and uh, i see every reason why this would happen with most of the architectural colleges in the coming years mm-hmm. but uh, what i i i think that they really need is good faculty who can train interested students in the right manner mm-hmm. uh, faculty who don't only come up with experience but who also know what the subject should be able to of to architecture So as I said the scope is immense and as it is uh, you know the field of architecture is 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 kind of gigantic you know the yeah. when you when you talk about uh, architectural journalism you know we all know architecture is the mother of all arts so uh, you know so when you say architectural journalism uh, it has so 
you write about architecture, you write about building, you write about art, you write about design, you write about mm-hmm. construction. So the definition of architecture journalism actually extends to writing about all these allied fields. So, you know, there is so much to write in architecture journalism. You can review projects, you can write about architects, designers, urban designers. You write about issues in architecture, you cover events in architecture, you do research papers, you do academic uh, writing. So I think architecture writing is this huge field which has all of this under one umbrella. So there's so much to write. There is uh, just so much happening in architecture. So yeah, I it's think not restricted to construction, right? It can be it can be about smart cities. It can be yeah. about anything. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, when we talk about architecture planning, it's about cities, it's about construction, it's about building, it's about art. You know, architecture as such, when you say architecture, it uh, it has a lot of subjects inside it. So anything mm-hmm. and everything that you write on that subject, which could include any of the subtopics, uh, it is architecture journalism. You know, basically the focus of what you write in this case is architecture design and building. So I think the scope is immense. And But uh, uh, one should be uh, willing to find out scopes and build avenues for themselves. That's what, you know, I think should be happening. Awesome. And uh, where do you see yourself in the coming years? Um, well, I have been in the profession for 13 years and, you know, as I said that it's important to diversify. So I have also diversified and used my knowledge in communicating architecture and various platforms. Um, I have always liked to bring forth architecture and design that needs to be noticed and architects and designers whose voice need to be heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, my book, Architectural Voices of India, that you just mentioned, was launched yeah. in 2017. And, and for me, it has been an important step in documenting the voices of architects across India. So I hope to take it forward and I hope to continue bringing voices, architecture and design to the forefront in the architecture and building industry. Um, and the other major thing that I just mentioned uh, that I have been doing all along persistently is promoting the subject of architectural writing in India. So it includes giving talks, conducting workshops, curating discussions and conferences on the subject. And as as you just said, that I, I, I do make an effort to dedicatedly answer to the numerous questions that I keep on getting from, you know, interested architectural writers from around the world. And this, as I said, is very important because there is a great amount of interest students and architects have in the profession, but they really don't have any platforms where they can get their mm-hmm. needs clear. Yeah. And uh, I am very happy, as you mentioned, that there were no, you know, architectural writers when I came into the field or maybe in 2009 but yeah. today there are many people who are focused on becoming architectural writers and they have kind of devised ways to you know communicate about architecture okay so what one advice would you give uh, to young architectural journalists in india uh, you know, for uh, one, I one I think it is very very important to get properly trained in uh, architectural journalism. As I said, there are uh, some uh, electives that are being uh, offered by architectural institutes. Um, I have also been uh, I have also been conducting some workshops. There's a presently there's a three day master class which I'm offering to architectural institutions. I'm also working on a five day module, oh, wow. and I will also be in the new future collaborating for these workshops 
shops across cities and maybe online too so i think one it is very very important to get yourself trained in architectural journalism in the uh, correct manner and second i would say that you know as architecture journalist we all have a great opportunity to make a difference to architecture and uh, we should not let that go you know there is a need for serious writing there is a need for original writing and the younger lot should focus on that as architectural writers i think we should also realize that we have a responsibility of uh, writing on buildings structures and designs that others are producing so what you feel about the building is not only important i think it's important that one makes an effort to understand the architect's take on the building and it is very important to respect the building respect the architects we write about uh, you know it could be a very small thing let me uh, right. give you an example for example if i am writing about a building and i contact uh, the architect wanting his take on the mm. building and then i go visit the building when i complete the piece i should take it as my responsibility to not only let the architect know when the piece is published but also send him a copy of the magazine where it's published or share the you know the link where it's published and that is the least we as architectural writers should do uh, unfortunately i find that kind of respect that kind of responsibility missing amongst the younger generation today i okay. really feel that if there is someone who's giving you their time and their project to write on this is the least that we as architectural writers should do uh, it is you know at the end of the day it is not only respecting the architect but it's actually respect acting the architecture you're writing about too and uh, so i think it's very very important to respect uh, respect the profession the people who are connected with it okay and uh, architectural writing entails also criticizing architecture right so how what do you think is the best way we can criticize an architect or archi- the architecture behind that but still not come across as uh, you know uh, something which is bad uh you know when you say the word criticize uh, criticize um unfortunately in the indian context it comes under something negative you know yeah. so yeah. um a critical evaluation maybe would be a better take on it or um an analytical piece of writing is what i always suggest you know because okay. <laughs> whenever you are doing a piece um there is um, you know you have a viewpoint but it's important to understand why the architect uh, did a specific thing the architects have a viewpoint then the users also have a viewpoint so i think it is very important to analyze what is happening and write the piece as an objective piece of writing instead of making it very very critical making it very very harsh um, okay there is always a way to uh, there is always i think a, a graceful way of writing what you don't like instead of being very critical uh, you know kind of uh, mocking an mm-hmm. architect or mocking the entire project so i think uh, an objective piece of writing where you have kind of analyzed uh, the program requirement this is when i talk about reviewing a building so when you have analyzed a program requirement when you have kind of analyzed uh, what the architect did why did he do it and when you have analyzed your own thoughts that you know this could have been done maybe in this way that is what should come out in a piece a piece should be graceful instead of uh, making out a mockery of you know i think someone's effort so that's the way how a piece should be written awesome that's awesome all right so let's get to the quick fire round uh, who has inspired you the most as an architectural journalist 
Uh, well, you know, I can't uh, take any specific names of architectural writers here because, as I said, when in 2005 I, I joined here, there were no architects in India who had taken it up as a full-time profession. But then, you know, I, I did uh, say that there have been legendary architects. I already took the names. Bibi yeah. Doshi, Beninger, uh, uh, you know, they, uh, they have, uh, their powerful writing have always been a source of learning. And overseas, obviously, there are names such as Paul Goldberger, late Adelois, Professor William Curtis, who have been okay. great inspirations too. But what I can tell you that, you know, even if I don't uh, take the names of people who have inspired me, I can tell you that the inspiration for my writing comes from architecture itself, because, you know, architecture is such an integral part of our lives and it connects to life so beautifully yet subconsciously that the need to write on it and be able to enhance your lives because of architecture becomes paramount. Wow. And uh, one of the best part about architecture journalism is the fact that one gets to meet a lot of architects and professionals related to the field. And all these people, all these architects, all these professionals, they come with their diverse thoughts. They come with their varied ideas, come with different philosophies. And one just ends up learning so much from everywhere. Plus, you get to travel a lot, right? Oh, yes, yes, I do that. So, you know, all these things are inspiration. So I can't pinpoint uh, to one person who has been inspirational. But I can just say that I get my doses of inspiration from a lot many people and a lot many things. Awesome. And do you have any favorite architecture books <laughs> apart from yours, of course? <laughs> uh, well, uh, Again, uh, you know, when you talk about architecture books, um, um, there are different, uh, uh, there are many writers who have approached architecture books in different ways. Uh, you know, there have been writers who have written academic books. Then uh, uh, there are people who have written fictions based on architecture. Then there are people who have written philosophical uh, books based on architecture. So this is all very interesting that, uh, that you realize that uh, people can, uh, write about architecture but they can do it under different genres uh, mm. so again there are no specific names but um, if I can recall the names of few books then I would say that uh, Paths Uncharted by architect B.B. Doshi and uh, Why Architecture Matters by Paul Goldberger uh, okay. I, I, I really love the way these books relate life and architecture it's, it's absolutely incredible inspiration um, okay. so maybe those two books I can you know count on all right. And what does a typical day of an architectural journalist look like? Uh, well, um, you know, my profile, as I said, my profile of uh, work is uh, very, very multifaceted and it includes a lot of things. There mm -hmm. are meetings with people, there's networking, uh, I visit projects, I visit events, there's a lot of reading, there's a lot of traveling, there's researching, there's writing. Uh, so there is no typical kind of a day that I can describe. In fact, as I said that, you know, architecture is connected so well with your life and you are breathing it every moment of your life. Mm -hmm. uh, so even when you think you're not working, you are actually subconsciously studying things, studying buildings, studying cities and making decisions on what you want to write. So that's the level of awareness that one does need in this profession. Uh, so I really can't separate my work days and holidays. And I can say that that is actually the beautiful beauty of architecture journalism. All right. And I just had a small doubt. Do you go for juries as well in uh, architectural colleges? Uh, uh, well, 
Well, a number of uh, places, yes, in architectural colleges, then there have been some um, um, uh, competitions, architectural competitions amongst professionals. Uh, so I have been on their jury also. Uh, so oh, wow. because uh, this is also, again, uh, you know, uh, this could just add to the scope of an architectural writer because as architectural writers, uh, we are exposed to so many different facets of architecture. So there is a lot of reviewing that we are doing. There is a lot of analyzing that we are doing. And these it's kind of all, all, all fits into different um, parts of your architectural journalism profile. So you know, so so the being a jury for architecture is kind of also one one of them. Awesome. And coming to a close, uh, what is your goal as an architectural journalist in bringing change to our world? Uh, well, you know, I always say this, that I have always viewed architectural journalism as a mean to bridge the gap between the environment, people and the architects. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's a subject that needs to give rise to platforms where issues around architecture and design can be discussed, and uh, not only amongst the fraternity, but the common man too. And, and an architectural writer should be able to become a filter of ideas and help in creating opinions and increase the society demands for good architecture and design. And as we all know, you know, architecture contributes hugely to the development of a society. It is a subject that affects everyone Absolutely. of us on a daily basis. But the drawback, and I can say especially for India, is that we really don't talk about architecture. We really don't discuss architecture. And mm-hmm. I think an architectural writer should step in here and he or she should be able to handle the responsibility of driving conversations and discourses in architecture and design. So my work, or as you say, my goal as an architectural writer is directed towards making all of this feasible. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot, Apurva, for your uh, time and for giving us great insights on architectural journalism. What is the best way our listeners could get in touch with you in case they would like to collaborate or invite you to the colleges? Uh, Well, um, they can always uh, email me uh, or they can visit my website. That's www.apurvabos.com. And my email is there on the website or they can email me on apurvabos at yahoo.com. I think that's the best way to get in touch with me um, for anything that they would want to know and are you there on social media which is well I, I'm from... only on I'm only on LinkedIn and I'm okay. active on LinkedIn so that's the way someone could also connect with me okay awesome alright Apuva thanks a lot for your time we hope to have you in the future as well where we can get into further topics yeah thanks Manish it's been uh, wonderful being able to uh, talk here talk about architectural writing and uh, yes hope to connect uh, with everyone in the future too